live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it. He caught it. Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. You gotta be kidding me! What a moment! It's the T Row in the morning show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwan. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwan. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. We got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show in Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hi, good morning everyone. Hour 2, Tuesday, February 22nd. Toby and T.J. with you. I am live in Lubbock today with the OU men's basketball team. We are, TJ, north of the Permian Basin, south of the Texas Panhandle. If you want to know exactly where we are. 7 o'clock tonight, Sooners and Red Raiders coming up at the United Supermarkets Arena, which I maintain is the worst-named arena in all of college basketball. Uh, The United Supermarkets Arena. Kind of hard to get fired up about that one, TJ. Now, they will be packed in there tonight, so no, uh, the, kudos to the fans. And I do want to talk about tech fans coming up in a bit. 7 o'clock tonight for that. Um, I've been, I've been looking at these two teams and trying to figure out the difference in them. You've, you've watched tech some this year, right, TJ? Yes, quite a bit. Uh, they are number nine in the country. They um, are going to be a top four seed, uh, you know, somewhere between a two and a four probably in the NCAA tournament. Uh, Oklahoma is where Oklahoma is right now, desperately trying to mount a rally to get in. Uh, what's the difference? So I'm looking at the stats. Oklahoma shoots the ball better from the field than Tech does. Higher percentage by a nice margin. Oklahoma shoots the three better than Texas Tech does by a nice margin. Oklahoma is a better free throw shooting team than Tech is by a nice margin. As much of a problem as turnovers have been this year they're in the same ballpark OU's got a few more but not many but you know what the biggest statistical difference is between these two teams CJ take a guess rebounding good guess Texas Tech is a better rebounding team than OU But that's not the right answer. Free throws is the answer. Mm. And I'm not talking about percentage. 
because OU's a better free-throw shooting team than Tech. Texas Tech has taken 170 more free throws this year than Oklahoma has. And they have uh, worked their opponents, or I don't know worked is the right word, they have endured, they have uh, drawn, however, their opponents have fouled them 110 more times than Oklahoma's opponents have fouled them. So I'll break it down. OU has drawn 417 fouls this year. Texas Tech has drawn 527 fouls. Wow. Oklahoma has taken 407 free throw attempts this year. Texas Tech has taken 586 free throws. It's resulted in them scoring uh, over 100 more points at the free throw line, 103 to be exact, more points at the free throw line than OU has. Now, if I gave you 103 points, TJ, to disseminate over this season for Oklahoma, what do you think their record would be right now? Three well, points here, five points there. Well, as close as some of their games have been, I could probably yeah. get them to 20 wins at this point. It is the style of play that Tech plays. They suck you in to a rough-and-tumble game. They, they demand that you play rough-and-tumble basketball. And either by ball movement or because of the game, or the way the game was officiated in Norman, that didn't happen in Norman. That was a pretty game. Oklahoma moved the ball, shot the three. We didn't live at the free throw line all night. They didn't play Tech's game, but that's out of the ordinary. Uh, against Texas on Saturday, Texas Tech shot 29 free throws. Texas shot 17, and there were 43 fouls called. That's the kind of game Texas Tech demands you play is we're going to foul each other a bunch. Mm -hmm. We're going to go to the free throw line a bunch. This game is not going to have flow to it. Nobody's going to shoot a very good percentage. It's going to be football on a basketball court. And they're better at it than you are. Well, and that's how they're they're just built. They're all 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, yeah. 6'8", you know, 215, 220. They look like football players. Right. Sil uh, Santos Silva's heavier than Martin that. He's, he's a tight end, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a fascinating philosophy. I don't think it is – it's a successful philosophy. It's a continuation of what Chris Beard did out here. Mark Adams has continued it. I don't – it's hard to criticize it because they have – gone to a national championship game. They have gone to another Sweet 16. They are having a, a very good year this year. So uh, you can't criticize it because it's working for them. But at the same time, it does create – it's hard to watch their game sometimes because it's not real pretty basketball. But that's how they beat you. They don't shoot it better than you. They're not a very good three-point shooting team. 
they do crash the boards, but it's not an overwhelming rebound margin difference that they have. They turned it over a bunch. It's the fouls. And somehow they have drawn more fouls than they've committed on the year. Uh, but those that's amazing. I mean, that those are big margins. To have taken 170 more free throws than another team is a shocking number. I mean, 103 points is a lot of points. Free points. Those are free points at the free throw line. When you're talking about how many close games you play in uh, the Big 12. So, maybe that's an indictment on Oklahoma. Maybe Oklahoma's got to be better at getting to the free throw line where they've, they've have a good free throw shooting team. Uh, I certainly don't mean to be complaining about it by tech at all. But in this gym, with this home crowd, it's really hard not to play their game. You know, because I think even the officials at times get sucked into, all right, this is the way it's going to be tonight. Uh, we're we're going to have a lot of fouls. We're going to have a lot of free throws. We're going to have very little flow. And uh, and then in the end, uh, Tech's just, you know, going to kind of beat you up. But we'll see. Uh, like I said, Oklahoma did a good job of not giving in to that in Norman. We'll see if they can, uh, through sheer will and ball movement, uh, avoid it again tonight. Now, one thing I did want to ask, Teach, and we can – what time is it right now? Uh, 7.13. Yeah, um, when I first started coming out here, and I this is – I do not want this to spin off into complaining about OU fans. That's not where I'm going with this. <laughs> When I first started coming out here, Texas Tech had the worst home court atmosphere in the Big 12. Wasn't right. even close. Yeah, what, wasn't good at all. It was on the backside of the Bobby Knight era, the Pat Knight era. Uh, it was right before Tubby. But even in Tubby's days, they would draw 5,000 or less fans for Big 12 games. It was embarrassing. I remember having conversations with why did they build such a big arena? What a mistake it was for Bob Knight to sucker them in to building this giant arena. It's a big arena. And they can't they can't fill the lower bowl. And they've gone from that in a decade to one of the most raucous home court advantages in college basketball. Uh it's not Fog Allen Fieldhouse, but it's really, really good. Uh, the, the student section is amazing. It'll be packed tonight, and they are into it, man. They are passionate about their team. How'd they do it? And before you say winning, they have gone to the same number of Final Fours and Sweet 16s as Oklahoma has this decade, and they have fewer 20-win seasons. They haven't won as much as Oklahoma has in the last 10 years. So winning's a part of it. I get it. But how have they gone from the worst 
to one of the best in 10 years? It's a question for their marketing department. They did something at some point, you know, probably started about a decade ago and started building it. That it was the cool thing to be a tech fan and to be there at every event, regardless of the sport, and bring an attitude that nobody else really brings. Yeah. And I don't know how they marketed that. I don't know how they finally got it to take hold because it's not just basketball. I mean, baseball's that way and a couple of their other sports, you know, football, they don't pull here's in the, the crowd, but they're they're the rowdy, they're tough, football. they're just they're psychotic. What do you think of when you think of tech football? Tortillas? Yeah. Well, even like with with Lincoln and Cliff Kingsbury and everything, they're soft, right? Yes. They don't play defense and they're soft. The baseball team is tough. We'll, we'll fight you. Yeah. The basketball team is tough. tough. The football team is soft. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? It They've is. They've never been able to develop that toughness that the campus and the rest of their teams are known for with their football program for some reason. Yeah, at some point they had they somebody had to have done something that suddenly it became the cool place to be. Yeah, and it was cool to be a tech fan, and they right. embraced it, especially in those two sports, baseball and men's basketball. There was an effort made there somehow, and it clicked. But not being around there, I don't know what that was. But it had to have been a specific marketing strategy that worked, and. The two coaches bought into it at the time, and they ran with it. And they built that identity of tough. Winning certainly has something to do with it. I don't want to downplay. I don't want to downplay winning. They've gone to the College World Series a lot uh, around here recently, and they have experienced more success than normal on the basketball court for sure. So that that is definitely a part of it. But I think you're right. There has to be. I'd love. I'd love to. Maybe I can today. Maybe I can find somebody to. Haxton or somebody else to kind of break it down for how they've done it. It has to be some marketing. If you've been to the tech campus, it's not like the arenas in the heart of the campus. It's really spread out here. You got to make an effort to get to the arena. It's kind of, it's Lloyd Noble centerish in that regard in that, you know, the students have to get in cars to go over there and everything. So um, it's a fascinating study and all you could do is tip your cap to them because they've, they've, done it they've they've taken it from uh this place is embarrassing to this is pretty awesome what they've done i mean i'm I'm looking forward to tonight i'm going to be called every name in the book and so is every member of the team and the traveling party but it's going to be a great college basketball atmosphere and uh that's fun you know and that's it's going to be the same when we come down here for baseball this year i mean it, it, it they will Make it as hard on you as possible to win and to breathe and to function, but that's that's a home court advantage. So, um, I, you're right. I don't know what the answer is. I I, I would love to. It's got there's got to be some marketing in there somehow. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I know I know the people of Oklahoma have worked their tails off to try to to do the same, and it just hadn't worked. So, anyway. They are a fascinating case study, and 
give credit to Chris Beard or Tim Tadlock or the marketing people or whatever because it has become a campus on fire for their sports teams. We'll take a break. Back after this in Lubbock. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Hey-hey! We're back, T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie Saxon. Great realtors that can help you through the entire process of the sale of your home. They do it for an $8.99 listing fee, saving you thousands in closing costs. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, <laughs> this is when you ask what the difference is. Easy difference, Toby. One's good, one is not. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, a wave after the game seems so impersonal. The handshake is a sign of respect. Even though I beat you or you beat me, I respect you. Thank you for giving your best. Hashtag good game. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we should lose sportsmanship from sports. Part of that is also not stealing bases when you have an 18-run lead That's late in true. the game. That's not true. Not true. Go. 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 Speaking of that. The baseball boys are getting together right now for a going away for young Andrew. Um, Andrew. Where's Andrew going? Um, you know where Andrew's going. Andrew is, the, uh, Andrew is the son of one Ken Mossman, who oh. is uh, taking over the church at Carnegie. So, Carnegie. Um, what kind of baseball team they got in Carnegie? favorite kid maybe to ever coach, my most challenging kid to ever coach, I'm going to miss Sounds like Andrew and I's talks. Uh, throughout the games this year. So, good luck, Andrew. I think they're all getting good. Good luck, Andrew. Um, good luck, Kenny. Yes, Amy. Uh, whole family. Yes. Carnegie, Oklahoma. I may have to go down there and go to church in Carnegie some Sunday morning just to see what Pastor Kenny looks like in the pulpit. <laughs> you think he goes by Kenneth now that he's a pastor? Um, I don't Kenny, think so. Can you be a pastor, Kenny? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Ken? Yeah. Probably Ken Mossman, maybe, yeah. Ken Mossman? Yeah. Sunday uh. service, 1030 with Ken Mossman. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh, no, but seriously, good luck, Andrew. Uh, go tear up Carnegie baseball down there. I don't know if they're – I don't know if they've got good little leagues or not. I bet I bet they uh, do. Uh, I bet they got great little leagues, and I bet they play the game with respect. <laughs> <laughs> they shake hands in Carnegie. Yeah, They shake hands and, yeah. That's right. Uh, Brandon and Shawnee says, spilled my coffee everywhere this morning, but good morning. Oh, boy. Oh, sorry about sorry that. Sorry about that. Yeah. It's no good. I hope it wasn't our fault. Like, I don't know if that was something you said or I said that caused him to spill mm-hmm. his coffee. Hopefully it was just an accident. Yeah, we apologize yeah. if that's on us. Yeah. Tech fans support two sports and that's it. Well... That's a good point. I don't know, like, what the rest of uh, – I don't know what it's like for softball. Uh, they are pretty – I would say they are pretty uh, front-runner-ish for football. Like, every time we come here, it's packed. But I've watched games on TV that is far from 
sold out for a Texas Tech home football game, you know. So I don't think they're rabid football fans. It's rabid when Oklahoma comes to town, but I don't think it's rabid when uh, – ever run into a rabid animal, Teach? Yes, I have. Oh, boy. What yeah. kind? Was it a dog? Uh, a dog. How'd you know? Was it all foaming, foaming at the mouth? And, and it didn't oh, get close boy. enough to me, but, yeah. you got to be careful of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that's a good point. Like, I don't know what it's like for – tennis and soccer and softball and everything else i just know men's basketball and baseball so maybe the texture's right maybe it's not like that for everything but for those two sports they are fire emoji if that was a shot too isn't that what ou fans do yes support two football sports, and football and softball yeah mm-hmm. yeah so <laughs> Uh, I personally think this past football season kind of sucked the life out of Oklahoma fans. It was really a crazy psychological type phenomenon. Next year will be a lot different in my opinion. Excited about Moser, and I'll bet you'll see a big difference in the LNC. Boomer. So they're saying this is wow for continuing uh, over psychological Let's examine depression. this text message for a, a second. This is uh, Break that down for me. Read it to me again slowly. This last football season took a lot out of OU fans. Yeah, it says, uh, I personally think this past football season sucked the life out of Oklahoma fans. It's really a crazy psychological type phenomenon. So the um, – I'm not saying it's not true, but what he's he or she is telling me there is we are so exhausted from – the quarterback change, losing a couple of games we weren't expecting to lose, Lincoln Riley leaving, Bob Stoops taking over, Brent Venables being hired. That took so much out of us that getting out of the house <laughs> is just too much. Well, you've got to think. Psychologically, there are some that think they cannot <laughs> leave the house right now because they've got to tweet at Lincoln or uh, Caleb or whoever it may be. And if they leave the house, they may miss something. You might be right. It might, that that might be uh, the texter might be right. We uh, the, the fan base may just be emotionally exhausted still from the football season. So <laughs> hopefully we can use this off season to gather ourselves, take a couple of naps, and get ready again next year. Uh, you're gonna start angering people this morning. <laughs> Uh, it's Lubbock. There's nothing else going on. If Texas Tech had any degree of success in anything, folks there quickly identify with it and support it. Okay. What all do you have going on in Norman that Lubbock doesn't have? <laughs> right. I mean, you can go up to the city, I guess, and go to a Thunder game. But what? Come on. There are – forget Norman for a second. I don't want to make this personal. There are a lot of college towns with nothing going on that don't have the degree of support that they have in basketball and baseball here. Uh, you know, like Stillwater, for example. Um, really, I mean, Baylor, Waco. Uh, bunch. Re- really, anywhere else in the state of Texas. So, um, I get the there's nothing else going on philosophy, but there was also nothing else going on a decade ago. When yeah, this place was a ghost town. There's something they did. It was some type of marketing strategy, especially with those two sports, that FOMO really set in. And 
It's the thing to do. It's the thing to do. You, you and can't miss a Texas Tech basketball game. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but what they did to make it click outside of the winning, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's a big part of it. I don't want to downplay the, that. The winning was a major part of it. There's yeah. no doubt. Yeah. Uh, after two years of COVID mandates and shaming, could Toby please give us a break about attending basketball games? No. <laughs> I'm not going to. We, we we need to be better. We, we If you want to uh, recruit at the highest level, because this is being massively used against Oklahoma. Massively. Don't go OU. Nobody goes to their games. Come play for us. You're going to play in front of full arenas. We got to be better. So, no, I'm not going to let up. I'm not going to let up. We're going to the SEC, basketball, baseball, until we can either fire me or we get or we get better. We got to be better. And, man, maybe maybe I'm not talking to the fans, you know. Maybe it's got you, – you mentioned marketing today. Maybe it's, it's facilities. Maybe it's concessions. Maybe it's ticket prices. Whatever really like United be. Supermarkets and want to support them, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, maybe. But uh, I, I apologize if you're tired of it. But it's a lot to ask. And the players talk about it. And the coaches talk about it. And other uh, announcers, uh, when I you know, go, when I travel, are like, dude, what, what's going on in Norman? Why, you know, it's a deal. It's a real deal. So, Sorry. You need Toby on that wall. I, I correct me. Did we only have COVID and the pandemic at Norman? <laughs> Maybe they think that's the only place there was mandates. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, last one here before the break says, quite honestly, OU is the most spoiled fan base in the country and has the least engaged student body in the country. The only time our student body is rabid is OU Texas. Uh, football because the Greek kids make it a weekend party. Embarrassing. Ooh. Well, I don't know if that's true or not, but if it is, why? You know, why? Toby what, says what, make what, basketball a party. What what uh, what do they do on other campuses that engage their students that get them to want to be involved that Oklahoma doesn't do? If that's the case, I don't I don't know. I don't want to spend the whole show talking about this today. I simply, we're in Lubbock, and I find it a phenomenon what they've done out here the last decade, and I'm trying to, I, I just want to know why, how they've been able to do it, because I think it could be a case study, a good case study. We'll take a break. Back after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. As of now... We're still playing baseball today, right, TJ? Two I haven't heard any differently, so it's been moved up. If you did not hear that, the start time has been moved up today. But um, you heard, I know, I'm talking to the people in the mm-hmm. listening audience. Uh, but other than that, no, I have not heard of any change. So 2.30 start time, 2 o'clock pregame. Um, I want to bring a sweater with you. If you're going to the game, I would bring more than a sweater. <laughs> Perhaps a heavy parka and a blanket or two. Oh, man, yeah, it says 38 degrees with a 15 mile an hour north wind right now. So, whoo, Wichita State shockers today. You've got Braden Carmichael getting the ball for OU. Love that guy, the little lefty, the crafty lefty Teach. 
and it'll be a right-hander. How about that? We get a right-hander today for the first time this year. On the other side, Wichita State throwing Matt Boyer. 2.30. Shockers uh, started the season 0-3. They went down to La Tech and got swept on their opening series. So uh, they'll be uh, a little bit desperate today. Oklahoma trying to keep the momentum rolling after a successful weekend in Arlington. Four home games this week, Wichita State today, and then Northwestern State coming up Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Let's take a phone call. Richard, good morning. Welcome to the show. Morning, guys. How are you doing this morning? Great. How are you, Richard? Doing well. It's uh, an interesting conversation uh, about the basketball attendance and uh I, I don't have the answer. I wished everybody were was basketball fans that just wanted to go watch basketball like me. Uh, that's why I go. But an honest question, Toby, and I, you may not know this, uh, but what, you know, we've mentioned a couple of times the marketing department, maybe a tech or has done something. I, I'm serious. I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, and I, I think you kind of downplayed it, but what what does the OU marketing do for basketball i mean i i don't see any group nights i don't see any giveaways i don't see i mean do you know any programs they have they do give away tickets to students uh i mean uh, to kids i'm talking about little kids like elementary school uh, groups things like that uh i you know i know they do billboards and commercials and uh they've given every ou student a free ticket this year uh, and they have giveaways for the students. Those giveaways have usually focused on the students more than the general fans. Um, beyond that, I'm sure a lot. I don't know exactly uh, what kind of what kind of things they do beyond what I just mentioned. I'm sure, there's some. Yeah. I just don't know exactly what that would be. Yeah, it, it just doesn't seem very visible, and it does. Give seem me an example of something that like. You're talking like a giveaway for the general fans? Like, what would be a giveaway that you'd like to have? Like a T-shirt or something like that? Well, like I said, for myself, hey, I'm a basketball fan, and I'd be there no matter what. But obviously not everybody's like that, or they would be filling the place. But as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, maybe you reach out to some of these large employers uh, like Paycom and like Lowe's. Uh, yeah, those things are done. Those, those, th- those things are done. Like all of the – Advertisers and stuff that, uh, you know, all the, the people that work for OU and stuff, they always reach out to them and offer them tickets and have group nights and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. We, what, you sure never hear of it in the arena that this is Love's, you know, night or Paycom. You never hear of anything like that. So, uh, oh, like make announcements in the arena that, that we have large sections of Love's employees here or something like that? Right, right, right. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Uh, and I, but like the answer, I, I've been going in the good times. I've been going in the, the lean times. And I'm I'm sure that it does hurt us in recruiting. I, I can't imagine that it does not. And uh, like I said, I, I would love to see it filled up. I'm there uh, almost every game. And it's a great time. It really is. They make it a fun atmosphere. So, Hopefully we can come up with an answer because I think Porter Mosier deserves it. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Richard. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. 
no interest in following this topic today. Not not uh, it's a natural turn from where I took it. Simply an observation that Texas Tech has because because what you're going to see tonight if you watch on TV is uh, a zoo, and uh, they they have uh, created an incredible home court advantage here, and just simply uh, wondering how. That's all, and not meant to turn it into hey let's bash OU basketball fans. I understand that. It's an easy transition to make there, but not what I want to do at all. So not interested in following that rabbit hole any further today. Um, so there you go. Jawan Howard suspended for the rest of the year, TJ. Not fired. Right. But suspended for the rest of the season. Did mm-hmm. they get it right? Yes, I thought there would be suspension. I don't know that I would have suspended him the rest of the year I think you suggested that I think I would have only been two or three games maybe let him coach the last one or two but um they got it right by not firing him the suspension is the correct thing and a fine and you move on because in a week from now nobody's going to remember that that even took place so um I did not think it was a fireable offense strong disagreement well, next time I see you, I'm going to punch you in your face. How about that? Don't, uh, well, don't ever speak to me like that again. Let, you understand me? me? Don't me talk to I, me. <laughs> what I disagree with. I think this is like the, the statement that in a week or two, nobody will remember this happened. I think this is what Jawan Howard will be known for. I think Jawan Howard's, Howard's reputation forever is scarred by this. This he will be more known for this than his NBA career, or maybe even being a part of the Fab Five. But I, people are going to forget about this. Nobody does this. We talked about this yesterday. Coaches do not take swings at each other. You talk about sportsmanship. I think he got off easy. Uh, 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 I. I I don't know how you can possibly say, ah, give him a game or two. It's not that big of a deal. He took a swing at another coach. Yeah, but that coach is kind of a jerk, too. That is true. <laughs> I don't know. I I think he's lucky. I think he's really lucky. And I think if he wasn't a Michigan legend that he would have been shown the door. I mean, that's just – it's highly, highly embarrassing. And especially in, in college. I mean, that's embarrassing in the professional levels. If you're, if you're a professional coach and you go take a swing at another coach, you're in danger of being fired, much less a collegiate coach. Um, and I and maybe part of it's I'm not a Jawan Howard fan. I never have been. I wasn't a I wasn't a Fab Five fan. I don't like Michigan, so maybe that's part of it. I maybe my personal bias might be showing through here, mm-hmm. but I don't know, man. I mean, we we can come up with one example in the history of college sports. Maybe somebody else can help me with another. Of a coach taking a swing, and that's Woody Hayes. And Woody Hayes is a legend, and he got fired. 
So I think he's really lucky to get a five-game suspension, and that's it. Am I being too harsh? I can see your side. I just – I don't know. the the Whatever it was that he threw was such a weak effort that I, I guess I'm just not taking it as seriously as I should have, I guess. Like, he didn't square up and knuckle the dude in the nose. He, like, did this leaping, like, bonk on the head. I don't, open-handed yeah, slap. Yeah, this open-handed slap on the head that – but I want to know, there's never been a camera shot that I've seen. Like, he goes back in, and guys end up on the floor, and he's one of those. But you can't ever see from the angles I've seen what's going on there. Like, there was there were other players down on the ground, and I'm pretty sure he was one of them down on the ground, too. So, I wonder what went on after they fell right there behind that big group of people. Like, you think somebody kicked him? Like, 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 that, no, like, this is after he... Did the little, you know, slap. Like, I'm wondering if he threw a punch on a kid or kicked a kid or because there were several of them that fall down in the back of that pack. And I'm pretty sure he's one of them. And I could be wrong about that, but I think he is. You can't be that out of control. You know, as a player, you can't be that out of control. Sports is heated. And if you are on a football field and you throw a punch at another guy, you're suspended. Players. Right. Uh, in any sport, you can't be out of control like that, much less the coach. I mean, I don't know. I think he's lucky. I'm fine with it. I'm not going to – like, I, I'm not going to pick it and demand he be fired or anything like that. But – I think only getting five games, he's pretty fortunate. And he probably would have got worse if he wasn't a Michigan legend. This uh, this text made me laugh. Just came in. Air Comfort Solutions text line. The Fab Five just have problems with timeouts, period. <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent good. text. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right, we'll take a break. Back after this. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380. Toby and TJ back on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour, 405-361-3380. Or give Terry a call at Saxon Realty Group. Or that is the number. <laughs> or check him out online, uh, saxonrealtygroup.com. eight ninety nine listing fee, saving you thousands in listing commission. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, Jawan Howard, B.A. Boomer says, Jawan Howard needs a timeout, but they already used all of them. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with Jawan that it was a week that Wisconsin called a timeout there. I do agree with that. I can't tell what that is. That's an emoji of Suntort. If he would have used this to hit him, he would have gotten fired, but I can't tell what that emoji is. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, this, well, this is a long text. This is Midwest. Uh, this is a Midwest City Jeff. I don't think it's a Midwest City Jeff. I think it is Jeff uh, Midwest City. A Joan Howard was provoked by a coach from Wisconsin whose name I cannot remember and I will never remember. He's a little guy who got intimidated by a big angry man. He grabbed the big angry man by the arm and instigated the whole thing. Do you want Howard? 
I think some stuff got in here. Do you want Howard is definitely wrong, but the coach that he struck was holding one of his players, and he asked the player repeatedly for that assistant coach from Wisconsin to let him go, and he wouldn't. Also, do you want Howard never said (laughs) (laughs) said to Wisconsin coach, don't talk to me. He said, don't touch me. Don't put your hands on me. It was Wisconsin's coach deserved more than a $10,000 fine. Uh, and she won Howard deserves <laughs> what he got as well. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Boy. Greg Gard yes. is the guy's name who you may not remember his name, but has been much more successful as a coach than Jawan Howard has. And, uh, yeah, he definitely did some things wrong. You don't definitely. touch a grown man, Toby. Don't touch me. Yeah, that's a little, I mean, that's a little silly. I mean, you know, that's kind of what you do in a handshake line is touch each other. So, I don't know the whole, don't. He aggressively grabbed his arm. If he would have gently (laughs) grabbed his arm, it would have been all right. Okay. I mean, what are we, junior high? (laughs) Don't put your hands on me, dude. Bro, (laughs) bro. This is Sports Talk Radio. We are definitely junior high. You're just now (laughs) learning this? Come on. Get your hands off me, bro. You think Teddy Lehman's letting a guy grab his arm like that? Heck no. It might might tear his Lululemon shirt and he'd be angry (laughs) over it. No, Craig Gard is definitely partly to blame for this situation. Uh, Woody Hayes sucker punched a player from the other team. Mm -hmm. This texter says that's true. That's true. It's assault and battery. We act like it's bad sportsmanship. He's lucky he didn't get arrested right after that. He's not a student. He's a leader. He's very lucky. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I'm surprised he did not get fired. Apparently, he had an altercation against Maryland last year, so this isn't the first time he's had an after-game altercation. It's true. I don't think they threw punches in that one, but, yeah, it's he has shown a history of – not handling things in a mature manner, uh, certainly as a head coach should. All right, top of the hour break. We'll be back. I got the new bracketology just dropped, TJ. I'll tell you where the Sooners are, according to Lenardi, next. <laughs> 